0: Hello and welcome to Who Knew, a Doctor Who podcast. I am your host, as always, Josh Carr. And yet again, I've got a marvellous guest with me, as I do every single week. I never fail to deliver to all of my listeners. And with me today is the one and only Lauren Cornelius. How are you?
1: Yes, hello. Yeah, I'm great, thank you. How are you?
0: I am wonderful, I'm wonderful and I'm very, very excited um, to chat to you because obviously for for people who don't know at home, you are an actress, Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure everyone's going to know who's listening to this, you're an actress um, and obviously you work very closely with Big Finish and specifically more recently uh, as Dodo Chaplet, um, the the first Doctor's Companion uh, who you've been playing on audios which is very very exciting and it's very exciting to see her in audios because it, it, she's sort of been quite sparse for a while um we, are, we haven't seen much of it um well let's get started because obviously we've got a lot to cover um firstly yeah, yeah Do- doctor who um how what what before big finish um what were what were your thoughts on Doctor Who were you you a fan at all growing up or was it um something that that sort of was introduced to you through Big Finish?
1: Yeah yeah I was actually um, my dad was a massive fan so Doctor Who was in our household in that he would watch reruns he would watch repeats of other episodes um so I was always very familiar with it Doctor Who wasn't something that I was like I, I know all the ins and outs of, but I was very familiar with it and um, growing up, and really enjoyed watching watching the episodes, and especially when it was kind of had its whole revamp, and um, mm. I got really into it when uh, David Tennant was the Doctor, so yeah. um, he was yeah that he, his sort of block was um, was my favourite, and then uh, yeah, and then since obviously since I started working with Big Finish. I've got, I've got my love for it has grown as I've been welcomed into the community yes. um, and, and I've, I've got more familiar and um, yeah, it's just such an amazing, incredible world and there's, there's so much depth to everything there's so much there's there's just so much going on all the time I feel that it's a really wonderful place to to be Um, and it's such a welcoming place as well everyone that I've spoken to or everyone that I've met within the community has been so helpful and has been so like oh you should check out this book or you should check out this story or have a look at this and and it's been awesome it's just been really really nice I feel that definitely as I've sort of been welcomed into the into the community and into the family um my my love for it has grown even more
0: Wonderful. I mean, it's it's great to hear, and yeah, it is. It's a it's a lovely community to be a part of. Most of the time, it's it's a it's a lovely, lovely place to be. Um. So obviously, that that sort of um obviously, you, like you said, you weren't uh, as as obsessive as people like me are, but um, you uh you obviously had a bit of foreknowledge about Doctor Who, um, before going going into Big Finish. So with obviously in terms of like preparing for big finish because it that's a beast in and of itself it's a it's a mad world big finish um yeah. did 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 that slight bit of foreknowledge sort of help you uh when it came to sort of slipping back in and sort of coming back to to the world of doctor who a little bit
1: yeah yeah definitely because i already had a sense of the style and a a sense of the the high and um, high stakes high drama Um, everything's, there's always so much going on, but there's also little bits of wit, little bits of comedy, little bits of humour here. I think that's what makes it so enjoyable to listen to Mm -hmm. because you get a full package, you get everything. There's, you know, you've got the emotional moments as well, which is what I think Big Finish in particular do really well and their writers do incredibly well. in in fusing sort of like the high drama, the high stakes, the action, so much amazing action, but then with moments of really meaningful dialogue between characters. So you've got you you've, you've just got it all going on and I think that's one of the most amazing things about being a part of this company and a part of this team and um, is that we get to sort of we, we go we go on the adventures just as the listeners do so we we, we go and most of the time when we do record um, we, we record in order so we get to experience mm. everything and um, as you do which unfortunately and if you're doing like film film stuff you, you don't you're jumping around all the time but it, yeah. it's a bit, definitely i know that um the directors try to make it as linear as possible so that we can go on that journey with you guys
0: yeah oh that was really nice i didn't i well, i didn't actually know that that's how they recorded big finish like they tried to yeah. st- stick it in order which is it's really nice um so uh, obviously as well uh, aside from from doctor Who, you are an actress um yeah. so how how did you get into the into the world of acting um obviously before we get on to where these two worlds meet how how did you become an actress
1: yeah yeah well and born in Camden in London uh to to um non-creative individuals uh so god knows how I got ended up in the, in this amazing weird and wacky world but here I am um but uh yeah I, th- I think that the how I got into it was actually through being a very shy child that uh, my parents were slightly concerned that I was never going to make any friends or talk to anyone so they kind of shoved me into going to some drama classes and and uh, theatre lessons and stuff um, and it was there that I was sort of given permission to use my imagination and I found confidence in being other people and throwing myself into sort of like these imaginary scenarios and imaginary worlds and um, from uh, from doing that, that I I got to do a play at the Hampstead Theatre, which is a um theatre in in North London, Northwest London, and um, did that and uh, joined their theatre community and and theatre club school. Um, it's called the Heat and Light Youth Theatre Company, Cut Theatre Company there, um, which uh, where I met Daniel Kaluya because he was part of the same company as well. Oh so, wow! Yeah, the Hampstead Theatre, massive. So uh, that is yeah.
0: that is a name drop. That is a name that drop and a half. That's that's fun. the coolest name drop I think we've we've had on the podcast.
1: Usually yeah, aligned I, with uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah,
0: usually the name drops a, a relatively nerdy um as you can expect for a Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> usually it's just oh yeah I met this this doctor once but dropping a Oscar Oscar winner? He won an Oscar oh, didn't he? Yeah
1: yeah, yeah. That's,
0: that's cool. That is yeah. cool. And also has been in doctor who so you're killing two birds with one stone there
1: there you go Um, there you go so yeah we went to the same um we were part of the same youth theater theater company and it's just yeah incredible to see his career just go from strength to strength um yeah i actually auditioned the other day for a for a part in his new uh tv show that he's developing so um yeah uh, holler at your girl (laughs) yeah i mean
0: daniel if you're listening i mean go and <laughs> do something better, <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah
1: well, of course
0: that Daniel Kaluuya listens to obscure Dr He podcasts why wouldn't he
1: obviously exactly. <laughs> um, um but yeah so, it was it was through yeah. there so I kind of got into it um from- uh, through through being a very shy, awkward child that wouldn't talk to anyone and didn't yeah was was uh, my parents were slightly worried about me uh, and then uh, I, I found found my voice going to uh, drama class and and at the Hampstead Theatre um, and it was just from there I just thought oh my goodness this is uh, this is what people do for a living this is awesome I want to do this um, and then I went and I um, did a degree I went to Leeds and did a degree in theatre and performance up north um, which is probably Probably where I got um I, I learned my my act I had my accent training for for playing the current role that I'm playing with with dots here at the moment um and then I came back down worked in the music industry for a bit because I was like ah oh, typical Pisces just Wanted to do something creative. Always, just as long as is, there's music, there's art, there's there's storytelling involved. I'm there, um, so did that for a bit, and then um, went to drama school, and yeah, and then went and got a, a gig at the BBC on their radio rep company, and then it just kind of took off from there. I found like a real love and passion for, for radio um, and voice acting, um, and and here we are. Now I get to be a companion.
0: Yeah, um, well, let's let's go straight in because I mean, this is this is um, obviously what what we're here to talk about primarily is, of course, your work with Big Finish, um, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it I'm gonna leave it to later because I don't want to go straight in with the with the big guns because obviously you did work with Big Finish prior to the current role that you're in. Um, obviously in, in various different audios. Um, so how how did you get into that, into that big Finnish world? Um, and what was it like, um, obviously sort of joining and um, I, I said playing these, these sort of supporting characters in various different audios and hopping hop between those different different styles?
1: Yeah. yeah, no, it was awesome. I think through my work at the BBC, I, I think that's where people may have may have heard my voice, people who are listening and, and casting new voices because Big Finish is such an incredible company. I think Jason was saying, um, I did a, a convention recently with them in, in Los Angeles and he was saying that over the COVID period that he, he hired something like 2,000 people to To come and uh, actors, writers, you know the the whole big within Big Finish, and it, it's just incredible. So I think they've got a really awesome team that are always on the lookout for sort of new voices and new talent. And and um, where I'd just been recently at the BBC, I think somehow my my CV must have landed on them, or someone might have heard something that I was doing, and then they thought, oh, she'd be good for th- for this part. And um, so then I came in, as you said, and, and did a few smaller smaller supporting roles, um, working with the likes of. Sheridan Smith, Paul McGann. I got to work with some just absolutely incredible people. My favorite story that I did prior to um being a companion was uh playing Ivy Clark in The Creeping Death which was written yes. by Roy Gill. Um, I've got a really awesome like acid green limited edition vinyl of that which um I need to get framed actually oh, I, just thought,
0: I... Oh i've been on the i've been on the hunt for that for a very long time because that is a that is a great i love i love dr who vinyls i i just i haven't got many because they're very hard to get a hold of i I think i have yeah they're just they just disappear um they're, they're there and then they're gone but yeah the creep the creeping death is a great story it is such yeah. a, such a good story. I, I absolutely love it. Um, and I've re-listened to it in, prepara- in the, 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 the preparation That's for the, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're absolutely fantastic in it, by the way. Um, as is everybody, yeah. cause it's, like I said, it's, it's a great story and it, it really obviously it's the 10th Doctor and, and Donna. Um, so obviously you got to work with David Tennant and Catherine Tate, which is, that's that is so cool
1: yeah definitely thanks so much for the kind words that was I feel like that was all down to Roy Roy's writing on that was absolutely incredible it was just so good when I got that script because when you do get a big finished script they're like this big that you know <laughs> full-on Harry Potter novels it's like reading and and is is great you just know like right okay no one talked to me for a good few hours I've got a lot of work to do um so I was sort of like getting through that and just reading it I mean I'm from London myself um and I'm from you know like a I guess a, a working class background so there was something that I just immediately it, um related to Ivy on that one and uh she's just so so sweet so naive just such a hard little worker a little grafter like in the in the cinema um and just the story was just so clever just um how how it came to the the um you know being in the light and just everything I just It was just one of those stories where I just got goosebumps when I was reading it. Yeah. And so when I actually then found out that it was going to be with David Tennant and Catherine Tate, I thought, oh my goodness, like that's just a dream come true because he's my favorite doctor um and uh yeah so I just thought wow that's that's just a dream come true and just I mean watching him in in other dramas outside of Doctor Who as well he's just absolutely phenomenal as an actor and uh one of the the best things about it was he's just as lovely in real life and I mean I think all actors I, I, I I'm sure that well maybe there are a few narcissistic ones out there somewhere but <laughs> The majority of them i'm sure if you talk to them about people when you work with other actors you get a little bit like oh my god i'm working with so and so and you think yeah you know i'm hired as well i'm i'm, I'm here i'm here but down <laughs> down inside you're like right okay i need to not mess this one up i need to give it give it everything And um, but luckily boys yeah. writing it was so fantastic that you completely forgot Whilst you're in there and you're actually recording and you're suddenly in the body of the, of your character, you're in the mindset of your character. Mm. You're just thrown into the story and and it just yeah, it was a dream working with the likes of um, David Tennant and Catherine Tate because they've been doing it for years anyway, so they've got this yeah. amazing rapport, they've got this relationship, and I kind and they sort of just scooped me up and took me along with them, and I found yeah. it quite easy to um to just to just throw myself in, and uh, I feel like that that's that that's the trick with with all of these it's just kind of just go for it just fully embrace it go just and don't be afraid to try try stuff and um yeah it it, it magic just happens mm. in those big finished studios it's, it's yeah. awesome
0: yeah well that's what i was going to say is obviously i mean that because series four of doctor who which obviously david and, and Catherine is is one that every, i don't see many people who don't adore it yeah. um and it's such a nostalgic era because that's when Doctor Who was just the biggest thing on telly and everyone was watching it. Um, and they, like like I said, they just jumped back into those roles and the rapport that they've got with each other and yeah. the chemistry. And again, I, I think it's testament to, to the other supporting supporting actors that I say it just becomes an ensemble and that chemistry just sort of bounces across the the whole group of, of actors which is yeah. is amazing um so highly highly recommend that one um that is a one of one of my favorite big finish stories that i've listened to so far
1: uh, um, yeah. we, Give it a I mean, listen. yes
0: give it a listen um and obviously there's a there's a lot of big finish out there a lot um so much yeah it's it's it can be quite overwhelming at times but i think just jump in with your with with your favorite doctor like, like you did, um, <laughs> but, um, so let's, let's talk about recent developments with, with Big Finish, because um, obviously over the past year you have obviously been given the, the chance to play uh, a wonderful character, um, and also a character that I think it, it's fair to say that, uh, and a lot of people would, would agree with this, uh, a character that got a bit of a rough time in the show and didn't really get a fair crack of the whip and and now through the the wonder of big finish gets to like so many others have um and it's Dodo Chaplet so oh, what what a great role first of all to to be given because as i said you you've got so much room to develop it because the show didn't do a, as much as it could in, in a way to to develop yeah. it um, and obviously, our time was, was was cut short on the show. Um, so, how did that that role come about? Obviously, I, I imagine it was based on your previous work with Big Finish. But um, how how did that come about, and what what was it like getting the role?
1: Yeah. Do you know what? So this, I'd, I'd love to know how I got that role because I just got a call one day saying, would, would I like to do it? Um, they think I'd be great for, for this. Um, They're bringing back um, the first doctor and, and, and his companion. Um, w- would I like to do it? And I was like, oh, would I? This is in, this is amazing, absolutely. Like, where do I sign? Um, so it was it was a, a an amazing phone call that I got, and it was during maybe was it the start of COVID? I can't rem- I can't quite remember, but I just remember I was mm. flat sitting for my friend where I got the call about it, and it was just it was just so awesome. And I and I I think it must have been off the back of doing sort of like little little um smaller supporting roles in in a few of the episodes. Every time I've come down to Big Finish, I've just had the nicest time. I've given, you know, given lots of different characters a, a breath of life, and um, I've, I've just really enjoyed it. I got on with everyone so well, but um, potentially, mm. for off the back of the creeping death, is is maybe that's what I can surmise might be why, um, because mm. it got it got such a lovely set of review reviews, and and lots of people commented on how how they wanted to see Ivy again, and um, so potentially that might have been why. Oh, okay, maybe not Ivy. Be, but maybe this one would be would be good mm. for her. So that that might be how it happened. I don't know. But I do need to ask Jason or, or Mark about that because I I do not know. But um, when I got the call, it was just a, a very very mm. happy day in in the Cornelius household. <laughs>
0: yeah, I bet I bet. Um, so again, obviously because of of her, her short time on the show, mm-hmm. um, not one of the companions that like in terms of the general public, obviously, us fans. And, you know, more intense Doctor Who fans, we can reel them all off our heads, uh, off the <laughs> top of our heads, um, but um, obviously to the general public, obviously not very well seen, probably as well, because she's not really been in any expanded media, like she hadn't been in, in Big Finish before, um, it's an air, it's a time of the show that doesn't really get explored much in expanded media, um, so obviously going and, and doing research um for the part is is quite difficult because on top of that you've got the fact that a lot of her episodes are missing um so you, you can't necessarily just go and pick up a dvd and 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 watch her performances um so what was that like about learning the learning about the character and did you did you revisit any any particular uh, episodes or, or anything in particular
1: yeah it was hard i couldn't yeah. there wasn't there wasn't too much out there so i had like, I had been sent some links, and I have to say I wasn't familiar with the character before either. Mm. um so uh yeah, for me, I was really starting from the ground ground zero and and being like, right, okay, who is who is she? Who is dodo Chaplin like going back? looking at her history, looking at what people have written, I did have to go and do some digging. Um, I found some stuff on the internet. I found some clips. But again, as you said, there, there's not too much available. And then, uh, yeah, really, really fortunately for me, her accent changed halfway through while she was playing her. I was <laughs> yeah. um, a bit like, which one are we going for then, guys? Because I I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm from the South. I know she moved down to the South, but she's originally from up North. So, um. Where, where should we place her? So there were lots of conversations that I had and luckily the guys at Big Finish were just, were just incredible and so helpful. Um, and we had lots of chats about her and we, we sort of, again, we, we had a starting point, um, but it, th- there was loads of room to sort of make her yeah. our own and, and start to grow from, from there. So we decided to, to keep her her northernness. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're not in we're not in the Dark Ages anymore, where you you everything has to be RP on our radios and television screens. And yeah. um, I think that was historically why there was an accent change. It was due to the fact that they were like, we need to not have any northern voices. Everyone needs to yeah. speak with RP uh, uh, on on the radio. So um, unfortunately, they wouldn't let her have her native voice. But um, so that's why I think it's important that we brought that back. Um, mm so yeah and and essentially what i've taken from from my research and and from everything that i've been watching and reading is is i wanted to take the essence of the character i wanted to take her energy and um, and so what jackie lane was doing is is awesome and you know just such a such a brilliant she she'll be there forever everyone can go back and look at look at dodo mm-hmm. and at what jackie lane did so i want to take what jackie did and then kind of Gen- re- repurpose it and and regenerate it and and sort of make yeah. make her my own now. And um, so I'm taking the core essence and core values of, of what she started, and I'm continuing it for her.
0: Beautiful. I think that, I think that definitely comes through in in the fact that again, it it feels not like um, obviously that I think something that Big Finish always nail as well, and the actors in Big Finish is that especially when, when you have a role that's being recast, is that I feel like everyone at the start is always, oh, maybe it's just going to be like an impression and maybe there's not going to be any depth to it. But I think the fact that there is development to the character and it furthers the character and there is it feels like there's there's reasons behind bringing the character back. And big finish always, Knock it out of the park with their scripts <laughs> and their actors, of course. Um, uh, so I don't know why you. I don't know why we we ever doubt them. Um, but as I said, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's really 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 nice to to hear Dodo in in audios and just to just to sort of as I said have have new stuff from that character and have developed stuff from that character again. Um, because it's a character I was only introduced to, like in lockdown when I went and watched a load of old, old Doctor Who episodes, and I, I, di- I didn't know a lot about her either, to be honest. As even as a lifelong Doctor Who fan, I didn't know much about her. But um, I, I have, I had this soft spot because I feel like she's a bit of an underdog as well in terms of the fact that she got, um, I said, her time got cut short. But
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I, I think. Again, your, your performances as Dodo is, is brilliant and Aww. my, my first introduction to it, which I think so far up until today, which we'll Daddy. get to, yeah. is, um, I believe it was The Secrets of Det Sen, Det Sen. was, was yeah. the first one, um, which again, wonderful audio, um, and obviously you were playing across from, from Peter Purvis there as well. Um, was there... Was was it nerve wracking going into that, into the recordings, and obviously having to embody this this character that? that...
1: Oh my god, was it? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. because it's it's kind of as you said, not not too many. She wasn't around for too long, so potentially a lot of the fans might not. Have remembered her. So it, it may well have been a case of starting from scratch um, for a lot of people. But I always knew that there were going to be fans that would have known who this character was and would have seen those episodes. So I did feel like I've I, I want to get this right. I want to, I want to do justice to what Jackie had already started with Dodo. And I wanted to continue it in a in a, in a positive manner. I didn't want to just come in, be completely ignorant to, to who she is and 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 what what someone had already done. So um, I thought I wanted to come and be respectful and and take what I could and, and continue building upon that. Um, so yeah, I was quite nervous because I did a lot of work on, on her energy and capturing that and how I wanted her to sound and how we wanted her to sound as part of the team as well. Um, so, yeah, but I was working with Lisa on that, Lisa Bowerman, and she she was, I mean, she's a fantastic actor as well as a director, and she was just so, so I couldn't have asked for anyone um, better to do my first first episode as Dodo with, because she was just super helpful, um, and it was it was great. Unfortunately for that one, I was recording in my home studio, aka my Harry Potter cupboard. My, so okay. it was a cupboard, literally a coat cupboard under the stairs, and uh, so I was sat on an upturned bucket with on a on a cushion for the for like two days straight um and i it was in pitch black as well i had to buy some um uh, battery powered lights so that <laughs> i had a light in there so that i could read my script i've got my laptop connected i've got the mic here i've got like my harry potter novel here like yeah. all these pages so there was a lot going on as well in terms of the hype that you guys would not have would not have seen no you don't get
0: that at all because again the wonder of Big Finish is that you're immediately transported into that yeah. that time period, and you're in, you're in those 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 temples, and you're in the snow, yeah, and we're you're, in the you're with the yeti, yeah. um, and um, yeah. I mean, it must must have been hard to 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 sort of imagine yourself in those in those situations whilst you're sat on a bucket.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you know what, though? As much as it it, it, it was quite restrictive in a way because obviously I was in quite a small confined space and normally when you're in the studio, I tend... You can choose, really, but I tend to stand up a lot of the time just because I Mm. feel that... um, it's all in your body a lot of the time you can get energy and you can be running on the spot, You've yeah. just on the spot. you can be sat down you can be looking around there's there, there's a lot of um physicality that i find goes into voice acting that people might not necessarily think does they just think oh it's just your voices you're just all sat around drinking tea and, and doing voices but actually it's quite tiring work because you're doing all the moves as if it were for, for for camera but you're just kind of doing it in on the spot but that's still you're still going through the ho- every emotion you're still going through everything that you're doing your body's still in a state of like distress or whatever wh- whilst your adrenaline whilst whilst you're in in these high stake moments um and i feel that that was something that you can't you can definitely get to in in, in the cupboard uh mm-hmm. recording from home during covid but it's a lot more freeing when you're in the studio and you're bouncing yeah. off the other actors as well but yeah my first one w- was at home doing, a, doing it remotely um but saying that where it was so dark in there that was actually to my benefit because i've got a wild vivid imagination anyway but i could in front of me where i couldn't see anything i was just listening to the other actors and reading mm-hmm. the story and and i just completely threw myself into it and and visually i could see it then it's kind of i guess like when when you when we listen to audio stuff i i like to listen with my eyes closed or just sort of like looking down or whatever yeah. Then everything you you create the cinematography you create everything in your mind so i was kind of doing a lot of that which so my imagination was just running running riot recording yeah. that in particular oh, that's,
0: that's great um and yeah again i, I again it's such a, a great track record with with amazing stories as well cuz i think i think debt Sen was it was it was Felt like a really nice nostalgia trip for me back to like watching those those first Doctor episodes of that that era um because it just nails the vibe it just gets like i can i can see it i can see not just the story i can see it in my mind when i'm i can see it being filmed like i can see the actors like and i can see little mistakes being made and i can see I said it just it just nails the vibe of of sixties Doctor Who for me, um, wow. and it's a great it's a great story for Dodo as well. Um, she gets a lot to do, and again, it's it's so nice to be reintroduced to this this character, um, and again, like have a have a like do quite a lot in the story and be active in the story, um, and get those lovely interactions with with the first Doctor as well. It's just really, yeah, really yeah. nice, really, really nice. Um, and then as that, that brings us to today, literally today, because uh, yes. as we are recording this, today's the day that The Outlaws is released, which is the, the first Doctor, um, uh, I, don't, I can't remember the exact numbering of it, but it is a first Doctor's Adventure set, um, obviously starring yourself, and the new first Doctor for Big Finish, Stephen Noonan, which is very exciting because it's been been a little while since we've had a, a, a new Doctor actor um, and some obviously that, that being recast for audio. Um, what was it like working, working with Stephen? I, I imagine now because of COVID, obviously now things are dying down slightly. You may be back in the, stu- the studio for those or?
1: Yeah I have to say I was super lucky and we got to do those in person which is amazing because you know it was the first time that well, it was kind of life imitating art as well there because it was the first time that I was meeting Stephen and working with him and it's just kind of it's Dodo and the doctor's relationship it's early stages of their relationship as well and their friendship growing so it's kind of it it was really nice in that we got to do that in real life too so we got to chat a bit about you know like we, as you do you make small talk initially and then by the end of it we're just like just like old friends so yeah, yeah it was it was really really nice to start developing our own our own relationship as, as actors as lauren and Stephen, um so that we can develop them even further as dodo and doctor so it was yeah. uh, it was really awesome he's hilarious he's so funny um just really really good laugh and um yeah all throughout those i mean you will have heard it through the years of the other actor saying it but his uh his ad-libbing is quite something mm. so I uh I never knew I think Nicholas Briggs who was directing us he did initially start by saying right Lauren um on this page after this cue Stephen's gonna say this this and this by you know half I wasn't not even sure we got halfway through he was just like yeah Stephen uh he's not gonna do that line so just just be ready. So I was like, right, I was <laughs> always, always just ready for for a new, uh, a totally different line to come my way, yeah. and I had to react to it. So uh, yeah, the, which which is always fun. It keeps you on your toes, definitely. Yeah, Even. <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely. And he, um, I mean, obviously, unfortunately, because the, the time that we're recording this, um, I haven't had the chance to listen to all of it, but I have started listening to it um, uh? this morning, and really enjoying it so far I'm absolutely loving it I think I'm only just at the end of part one of the outlaws nice um so I am loving it so far and again the the chemistry between you and Stephen is just so so great and it just captures that 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 Hartnell and, and and obviously Jackie Lane relationship really, really nicely. Um absolutely loving it so far. Um and like I said, it's it's great to hear these these new adventures. Um and I'm I'm very, very excited to listen to the rest of the set. Very, very excited. Yeah,
1: uh, there's two episodes on there, and they were completely different in style for, to record as well. So you'll probably notice one of them, uh, the miniaturist, is is just a totally different vibe. For me, I had nightmares reading that one. So spoiler alert. Um, yeah, just listen with the light, with, listen with the lights on, or I'm not excited. while you're driving, because if you're drive if you have to drive home, because I know um lots of people. That's what this is. What I always find fascinating when I ask people. So well, how when do you like to listen to to your audio? dramas um and yeah if you're if you're driving a couple of people have said all oh, the spooky ones are actually like things happen really suddenly so it's quite <laughs> dangerous to listen while you're driving if it's dark and you're a bit jittery yeah um but yeah that one that one's a totally different vibe it's really yeah. really eerie but the outlaws is um, chaos and comedy
0: yeah i might have to be careful because i've started listening to big finish at the gym and ah? i don't want to listen to something scary and pull muscle <laughs> or something. scary um, <laughs> um, but yeah absolutely loving it um and obviously nice. it's it i could i could sit and chat big finish all day because it's a baffling world of oh, so much wild. talent and madness and there's so much of it and it's so hard to keep up sometimes and getting into it can be daunting but my recommendation as someone who's recently started getting into it a bit more is just just dive in dive in
1: dive, dive, dive. in
0: dive in with the outlaws why not?
1: Why not? Great that, place that's, to a start. Good, that's a good place to start, definitely. That was a lot of fun to record, for sure.
0: Very good place to start. Um, now, no DVD collection this week. It's a fake. It's fiction. It's an urban legend that never happened. No way. We got you. Not a chance. Not this time. It... By the power of Grayskull. The Unicorn and the Wasp, or Love and Monsters? Which one do you think I prefer? No, I mean, which one do you want to watch first? You are pulling my leg. Well, hey, here you go. For anyone who is listening to the end of the podcast, here's a little little bonus bit. Lauren has decided to put Blink in the DVD collection.
1: Blink is that, but I just didn't want to get the name wrong. Um, That's fine. I'm, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slot this, this in, in
0: seamlessly because, <laughs> as I said, you couldn't remember the name of the episode, but it's absolutely fine. It's, <laughs> you know, Blink. I mean, it's a classic. Everyone's going to be on board with that because there you go. Blink is a classic. Why, why, do, why do the Weeping Angels scare so much?
1: Oh, Which they're is just so, such they're a just...
0: stupid question because they scare everyone. Why am they're I asking terrifying. that?
1: They're <laughs> terrifying. They're terrifying, but as villains, oh my God, they're just so awesome. But yeah, it's them and Davros, and uh, that, those are those are the ones that that terrify me the most. Oh, but, um, Davros
0: is scary. Davros,
1: Davros is, is scary. terrifying, but one of the coolest villains ever. Yeah. Um, and Terry Malloy, who saved yes. him. Is quite possibly the nicest man that I've ever met. I met him From in what Chicago. Heard. He is just amazing, and I sat next to him, and I had a mojito with Davros. Yeah,
0: that, that is a story and a half. And uh, I Terry Malloy actually lives near me.
1: No, I don't way. know where,
0: but um, obviously, thank God I don't know where because I'd probably get a restraining order. But um, <laughs> yeah, Terry Malloy lives near me, and I've seen pictures of him, like campaigning for like like rights for people in oh. the streets of Norwich which is so cool um, and you know Davros the people's the people's warrior the
1: people's um, <laughs> and uh, he loves rum so uh, just I mean if you do want to make friends with him as he is your neighbor just drop him off some rum because the man is very partial oh, to he I
0: love doesn't... a rum I love yeah. rum I mm. like uh, I'm...
1: he's a rum connoisseur
0: a rum connoisseur. Oh, yeah. I might, I might have to. Right, I'm going to try and hit him up, get him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to have a rum with Davros.
1: Exactly. There, I feel like that needs to be an episode in itself. Life
0: goals: rum with Davros. Let's he's, make it happen. It's now so. been added to the bucket list. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's a there's a little add on. I'm going to slot this in the middle of the podcast. Why not? Blink <laughs> is in is in the DVD collection because um, it's bloody scary in it. Would you They're would you want to would you want to meet the weeping angels as Dodo? Oh,
1: absolutely, I actually had the pleasure of meeting them at Gallifrey, and uh, every time they um, would would make me jump. When I was just walking, they knew that I that they terrified me, so they would do it on purpose. When I was just yeah. walking around the auditorium, I, um, one was behind me, and I was like,
0: <laughs> "Yeah." I went to Time Fracture, the the live theater thing in London, yes. and um, spoilers. The, the weeping angels pop up in that, and oh my, <laughs> oh my lord, I did not cope well. Screamed a little bit, just a little bit,
1: <laughs> a little bit. Uh,
0: just a little bit. um uh, But there you go. That is that was the DVD collection just added on for you there. But we are going to take some questions from our wonderful, wonderful listeners mm-hmm. over at that wretched hellhole that is. Bloody For oh,
1: God's sake! Bloody Twitter! Twitter! We love it and Twitter. we hate it. We love <laughs> it and
0: hate it. It's a, it's a hell pit of doom scrolling, isn't it? Um, so we've got a few questions um, which I'm going to grab my phone for because my eyesight is increasingly terrible and I, I don't want to be squinting at the screen. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> um, so the first question is from at Doctor Who Style and they have asked what was the hardest part about playing the role of Dodo? What is the hardest part? I don't know why I read that in the past tense.
1: Yeah what is the hardest part? Um, Oh that's an interesting one. I suppose initially it was just knowing where to place her voice and and yeah. knowing sort of and, and me being from from the south, it's kind of wanting to to do a, a nice, a, a good uh, a, a good northern accent. So it was sort of I actually I went to university in Leeds, so I kind of when when I was in the initial discussions about where we're going to place her, so I was like. I feel that she would be Yorkshire, and, and that's actually what Mark Wright said that he would he, he would like where he would like for her to to be from, mm-hmm. and where he would like for me to place that accent. So it all kind of came together really nicely because I was like because right, that's my favorite Northern accent that I uh, feel most comfortable doing. And I think just being around that accent for sort of three years, I feel at home there. So uh, yeah, that that was probably yeah. the most tricky thing was, was figuring out where we wanted to place her because then again, we didn't want to make it too broad and we didn't want to make mm. her too strong because she did move down to the South. So it was... Again, it wasn't just a case of right. I oh, will just do this. It's kind of oh no, I actually I need to work on this and get this quite right because it doesn't. I I want to make it sound as it, it, so. It's a it's a lighter, more um accessible northern accent. Yeah. So to make it sound. As you're not country going
0: country. like full E by gum. Come
1: Yorkshire, no. No, nah, yeah, you're, you're
0: exactly. not going that far. <laughs> but um, no, lovely Sahara's northern. I was very I was very happy about that because I was like oh, yes, right. bit of, bit of northern rep.
1: Um, uh,
0: for for my girl for my girl Dodo Um, (laughs) our next question is from Cal at generic underscore twee um, dear dear friend of the show Um, he has asked uh, taking on the role of Dodo 55 years after the late Jackie Lane last portrayed her must have been nerve wracking but was there anything you took in particular from her performance that you worked into your own uh, to carry that piece of her forwards, or did you prefer to make it your own and and separate it slightly?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I loved watching bits of what she was doing, and uh, I I wanted I, what I loved about what Jacqueline was doing. She's so sassy. She was quite sassy, and uh, I, I I wanted to take that forward with with me and and bring that into into my portrayal of her. So bring the element of sass from uh from jackie jackie's previous performances um and what's funny is she's always got really cute outfits on that's one thing i need to talk to the guys at big finish and be like can i get a budget for wardrobe please so that i can just wear all of uh all of dodo's fun outfits
0: yeah. <laughs> yes she of all the 60s companions got got some great gear to great
1: wear wardrobe it, yeah
0: uh, and then uh, all the 70s ones as well i mean i don't know if you've seen some of the 80s companions but oh. uh, it goes off the rails there it goes off the rails <laughs> and not a lot of cloth for the for the women unfortunately to wear they they yeah. um,
1: but, but the 60s you know. great <laughs>
0: yeah. yes definitely um and uh, our final question is from jack at an underscore awful underscore Jack from an awful lot of running podcasts very again and very dear friend of the show um he said bloody marvellous guest Lauren loving your portrayal of Dodo it's amazing how you've taken a character who although portrayed wonderfully by the late Jackie Lane was given little depth and you've made her even more wonderful um enough waffle my actual question prior to working with um, the different first doctors that you've worked with um, and also working with three um, three other doctors. I believe you worked with Tom Baker, Paul McGann and David Tennant. Who yeah. is the next doctor on your bucket list that you are dying to perform with?
1: Oh, that's a good one. I'd really like to work with Christopher Eccleston.
0: Ah, oh, great pick. My favourite. Yeah. It's my mum's
1: favourite as well. Um, and yeah, he's actually when I recorded the Outlaws, he was in the studio next door recording one of his ones. So, oh, yeah, um, of so we, there was the whole Doctor Who party going on at the sound lab where we recorded. Um, and he was just telling his energy's amazing, and he was just telling some just absolutely incredible stories in the green room. Uh, and I just thought, oh, I'd love to come and come and work with you, go on an adventure with you
0: yeah oh well that that would be a lovely basis for 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 an audio going forward the ninth doctor going back to visit dodo that that's the dream i think (laughs) i think i think roy gill you need to to start start writing writing. um (laughs) so that was buddy twitter thank you everybody who who submitted questions um and we are we're, we're coming Quite close to the end of the show, um, which is a shame because I said this is this is very very enjoyable. I'm loving it, um, and I'm loving Dude, talking about Dove. It's gone so
1: quickly. It has
0: it has <laughs> gone quick. Um, I mean, before we go, there is there is one feature that that we're gonna that we're gonna stick with this time, um, and that is the corridor of fame. Have you ever been limited by who you were before? One day I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Our lives are different to anybody else's. That's the exciting part. Is that Do I have the right? Some people. Small, beautiful events is what life is all about. Yes, sir, in the compared to us, Ten million years of absolute power. That's what it takes to make really a great decision
1: makes ripples, like a huge boulder dropped in a lake. But it was a childish dream that made you. No more.
0: So for for anybody uh, listening at home who has not heard the pod before, um, or you've just not gotten this far in before, um, the Corridor of Fame is basically a hall of fame for Doctor Who. And there are many, 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 many names on there already, um, and some of which you know, of some of which you, you may have you may know yourself, Lauren. Some some big Finnish names in here, like uh James Goss, Scott Hancock, got uh, Louise Jameson, there's loads of people in here, loads of people. Um I sprung this on you quite last minute, so apologies. Um no, but no. if I'm if you had sorry. to if you had to pick um, someone who has played who you believe deserves their their portrait hung Mm -hmm. in the corridor of fame who would you pick
1: i'm giving this to mark wright producer uh of the outlaws so he's an unsung probably hero at at big Finish, um but he he writes articles he edits on the magazine he just was my just port of call for anything while i was sort of recording the last two episodes and he was just full of knowledge the best energy just just an absolute joy to work with and uh, so he get he gets my vote mr mark wright not the one lovely. from lovely
0: not, <laughs> not, not one the one from essex, essex. Not to be <laughs> um that's a great pick great pick and i said i love i love the picks that are unsung heroes as you said you know people yeah. who don't often get their their time in the limelight um and that that is a that is a lovely pick um and yeah it's it's great welcome mark Wright, to the corridor yes, you're stuck on, here forever now with all of these old all these hey. old Doctor who people you're stuck people in there
1: love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so that, that brings us, um, I said to, to the end of the show, nearly, I do have one last question, which again, oh. I, am, I am springing on you, um, as I spring on everybody who comes on. And mm-hmm. it's always one that, that people struggle with. But I'm intrigued to hear your answer as someone who isn't necessarily a, as intense a fan of the show. Your okay. involvement is is quite different. Mm-hmm. So I'm, in, I'm intrigued. The question is... In a sentence, roughly, what does Doctor Who mean to you?
1: Ah, uh, Doctor Who is, I was going to go Doctor Who is life, but I'll, 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 I'll stick with it. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. Doctor Who is life. Doctor Who is life because Doctor Who is so freeing. Doctor Who is just so exciting it's wonderful it's wacky it's weird it's bizarre anything goes um it's just it's just so so, it's just very cool
0: (laughs) it is it is very cool and we as as fans i i am i am speaking on behalf of the conglomerate um yeah i i'm speaking on behalf that we are we're we're very happy to have you as as part of Doctor Who. It's it's been great, obviously, seeing you in in these supporting roles, and now taking on the role of of a beloved companion and and making it your own, like you said. Um right. it's going so well so far. And I've already, as as I said, the Outlaws is out today, so um, I so said I haven't had the chance to listen to all of it. I'm gonna try and listen to some more tonight because I'm I'm very excited. But I've seen some great reviews, and actually, someone messaged me before I started recording um, in a group chat that I'm in saying that your performance is brilliant. Um, So, as I said, it's going swimmingly.
1: so much so thank you i really appreciate that because it was a completely daunting process to come in and, and do but i've had the time yeah. of my life so far and yeah i'm just really looking forward to uh, recording recording dodo's next adventure
0: good i was gonna say i i am hoping that that obviously i know you might not be able to say much about about what's coming next um or else you know nick briggs might come come get you um but it. uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're very excited to hear, and obviously, we're we're excited to see whatever whatever Dodo does next. Um,
1: oh, as am I. I can't yes. wait. She's, she's, <laughs> let me tell you, Dodo's for one buzzing for her next adventure. I, I love bet that about she is. her. She's, I just bet she is. she's like, come on then, let's go. <laughs> let's
0: she's gone do out it
1: for every occasion. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, well, before before we go, as I said everyone knows you already, but uh, this is your your time to to plug anything you you want to plug any any stuff that's coming up um obviously the outlaws out today go by from bigfinish.com blah blah, blah. um yeah. but plug plug away anything that anything that you want to shout out anywhere you want to point people go for it
1: oh well yeah um the outlaws just check it out there's there's two two episodes on there they were they were super super fun um, and there's a film that should be coming out later on this year uh, called Murder Ballads: how to make it in rock and roll. Uh, so I'm, I'm in that film as well. So keep your eyes filled for that one. If you like heavy metal and you like uh, music and you like films like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and tongue in cheek British comedy, then uh, then hopefully you'll like that, too. So I'll keep Lovely. you all posted so you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and I'll post post them um, updates on that. It's Lauren underscore Cornelius on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at L cornelius underscore there we go yes (laughs)
0: wonderful and uh the podcast as well my time to plug um you've been listening to who knew a doctor who podcast you can find us wherever you get your podcasts and on youtube where you get lovely video versions as well um you can uh follow us like share subscribe do any of that because it really really helps us out um And you can also find us on Twitter at Who Knew Podcast, on Instagram at Who Knew DW Pod. I've not updated that for ages. Apologies. Uh, We're on TikTok now because I'm down with the kids uh, at Who Knew Podcast where I'll be posting clips um, from various podcasts. And I'll probably start just posting a load of weird shit on there probably. and um, you can also help if you want to help out the podcast. You can sign up to the Patreon. You get early access to guest announcements and early access to pods where available. And I might even give you a snazzy little who knew badge if you oh,
1: want. one if,
0: if you want it, you can. You oh can my have
1: god!
0: One. Can um, I, have one? I really want one. You can have one. Yeah. <laughs> I have one. There you go. I'll 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 post it i'll i'll post you a who knew badge um and you can get if you want more who knew clobber there is also a merch store where you can buy a who knew t-shirt or a hoodie or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else you can buy loads of stuff on there and again it helps out the podcast um so again thank you lauren for coming on it's been absolutely wonderful speaking to you
1: oh it's been awesome thank you so much for having me and uh, i'm so excited to hear what people think of, of the outlaws and, and dodo and her adventures yes. So stay tuned
0: send send reviews send reviews lauren's yeah. way and tell her how amazing <laughs> it is because it is it's great and i will see all of you very soon bye-bye
1: awesome bye
0: Big thank you to all of our patrons and a massive shout-out to Alfie Innes and Cal King. Thanks for listening to Who Knew, a Doctor Who podcast. You can check us out wherever you get your podcasts and now on YouTube. Please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you can as it really helps us out. And a massive thanks to the Sononauts for lending their cover of the Doctor Who theme to be the theme for the podcast.